Have a seat. Oh my goodness. That's been a long time. That's been a long time. Wow. All right. As I said, I'm Dan, lead pastor here. And I just want you to know, I started back here in 1997. That was a long, long time ago. Um, I, I'm here because someone called me when I was in Chicago and said, hey, want to come start a church? We can pay you for maybe a year. <laughs> okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, September 1997 is our official birthday, but it started way before that. It started way before I got here. It started with this guy over here listening to God's call to come start a church in Hilliard. So this is Tom Bernardo. Woo! Give it up. Um, who is now, let me give you his title. Uh, <laughs> he loves this. Who's now the executive director of Church Multiplication and Leadership in the FEC, wow. which yeah. is the EDCML, for exactly. short. That's what I'm guessing. Um, so you're there now, but a lot of people don't know how you started the behind the scenes of how this started, right? So can you share that a little bit? What prompted the vision to plant here? Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so good to see you. So good to be here. Can I just say this before we go? We actually still worship here. We, we are with you most Sundays. Um, in fact, I'll be in one room, Marshall will be in the other. And then if we see somebody we haven't seen in a while, we'll like go find each other and go, did you see? And we'll see you back in your heads and stuff. And we, so we still, this is still our home church. Don't you know that? We pray for you and we think of you. So anyway, um, you know, I don't, this is really hard to summarize. Um, and I'm, I, I was not expecting to get emotional. I'm already in, so. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, So, Marcia and I always had a longing for something. And it wasn't like we didn't have any of it before we got here. But we just said, there was a prayer that we were asking God. And we said, um, is it possible? for us to live and be part of something that we see you described in your word that we just don't know that we have ever seen fully for ourselves. Marsha's over there, by the way. Where is she? Won't she leave? Oh, there she is. She wants to come up. She wants to come up. Are you leaving the welcome team today? So in in spring of 1995, we we asked God and we were given an opportunity to, to... Fellowship of Evangelical Churches said, I didn't even know them. They said, we want to partner to do something different, and, and would you do it? And we said, sure. And so we scoped out, and God led us to this area. where we had, We'd lived in Akron before, but we'd never lived in Columbus. And um, it was just one of those weird things where, you know, you do all the demographics and stuff, and then it was just like, you know what? There's something going on here. We're not sure what it is. This feels like this is where we need to be, where we need to go. And so we, so we read, you know, Acts, 4, uh, Acts 2, 42 to 47. Lots of churches use Acts 2, 42, 47, right? Anyway, but we said, no, we don't, we don't want to just read it way out. And I think we have it. Do you want to? So, so this is Acts 2, and this was right after the birth of the church. And you guys, if you've been around church, you've probably seen this verse a thousand times, right? And it says that this is, but it describes what was going on for them. It says they devoted themselves the apostles' teaching, so the word of God is there. And, to the, and then it says to the fellowship, and that word is koinonia, and it's, but it's a hard article before it. The, the fellowship had a distinct thing that was going on for it, and then it describes what that was. And, that's, and, and so it's the word for community, which became our middle name here. Um, and that's, this is why. And, um, and then, so it's the breaking of bread, and there's communion invo- involved in that, but it's more than that. It's, it's fellowship being together and connected. And what we saw there, it's like, so there's, and, they, and it says, awe came upon all, all of them, and th- things were being done. And do you have the rest of it? Yeah. And it goes, and all who, believe, uh, all who believe were together, and they had all things in common. And that was possessions, but it was also, but here's what we saw. It was their hearts. There was something going on in their hearts. And they were, and they were selling possessions, belongings, and all that. And then it says, um, they were, day by day, they, were, they, they came together doing this kind of thing. And it says, but then they were breaking bread in their homes and they receive the food with glad and generous hearts and praising God, having favor with the people. There's so much going on there. And then the Lord was adding to that. And we said, okay, so something's going on there, God. And we just basically said, 
if it's okay with you, could we actually be part of something where this actually happens? Um, where, where people don't get together to put on a program. They get together because they want to be genuinely, authentically connected with you, God, and with Jesus and with each other. Is it possible for us to do that? And so when we came together, this is why there was two years, it was two and a half years before we even had a service because a bunch of you got involved. <laughs> I keep seeing people like, I want to hug you. I want to hug you. Um, we said, what do you think of this? And what was funny was we, we would say, we'd go out, to, and we didn't know anybody, so we would just start talking to people. Do you know anybody? You know me? We'd sit down and we'd say, all right, so we're doing this thing. You want to be part of it? They'd go, well, what's your name at church? We don't have a name. Well, <laughs> then we came up with the Suburban West Project, which was part of that. Catchy. But it was catchy, yeah. <laughs> um, but we said, we don't have a name. Well, where do you meet? Well, we don't have any place for you to meet. Well, where's your building? We don't have a building. Well, what do you do? Well, we don't do anything. You know, like, <laughs> but you want to come? You know, like, and what was so cool was there were people who kind of said, ooh, that, that sounds interesting. And we just formed our first little cell group. And then we had two cell groups and then three cell groups. And we just started to say, and it was, it was weird. But it was so amazing because we said, this is people actually, they're not planning church. They're not just attending something. They're not going somewhere because it's a production. They're going because they, they want to know and be known. And, and they were encountering Jesus in their hearts. So we got to, we got to do that, you know. And so, there, so, so the other verse that kind of came along with that was John 10.10, 10, which is there. And, and we said, because there's, a, there's this word in there where Jesus says, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have. And then the word is life. And the word is zoe. I've heard you teach on it because we come here. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's this, it's this rich word of, of the, the fullest life and, and have life abundantly. And it's like this is it's real life when you can say, I've got, I, I, I'm on a journey to know the God who made all this and I'm walking it with him and I'm doing it with you and we get to do this together. So, and that became our first name, right? Mm-hmm. Reverend Church. And I think it was actually Monica McKinney who, when we were talking about names, I think she said, because we had a, a bunch of options. Remember, we had the long list. We had this huge list, and we had all these wild names of crazy things. And, and we said, what? I think she said, well, why don't we just call it what we're doing? <laughs> we're about life in John 10. We're about community. Okay, and then we're a church. Like, okay, <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> so... And that, we're the only life community church. Huh? And you know what's funny is we were the only <laughs> life community many, church. <laughs> we got the web we got the web domain because no one else even knew about yeah. it. And now there's like this is, so we've taken credit yeah, for all know. that. It's like they're all church plants. <laughs> um, but it was it was you know that was the heart behind yeah, it, yeah. and it wasn't about how fast we're going to grow. We didn't yeah. care. We just said we're going to be something. Yeah. And at a 25 year anniversary, you tend to like I want to see pictures, and usually it's a big event things that yeah. happen. But the reality is, behind the scenes, week to week, people were meeting yeah. in groups, experiencing this life together. And it did. I mean, for me, it, it changed me. I know Tom had a huge influence on, and on many of us here to live in that kind of environment with that, with that focus here. So we don't want to lose sight of that, even as we talk about, you know, big things that happened around here that God, God did as well. There were, God was doing big things in small places throughout it all. So... Um, yeah, it's during those years, big things happened. Um, after I came, Larry and Tina Ely came to start the youth ministry. Uh, at the end of that first era, JR came. And then we started in a theater at the beginning of that era. For those of you who are not here, we started at the Mills Run. And then we ended up in this, in this building here, which was just a crazy ride. So it was all easy. <laughs> It was all easy. I'll just can't together. Can, can no, I just say this? Yeah, go ahead. So, so we're trying to figure out how, how to bring Dan. You said the whole thing, your thing. We were saying, okay, let's see if we can get a year's worth. And then Dan, by faith, comes. This is just one of the small little things. Sorry. So we, so we were like $5,000 away from trying to figure out how to raise support for Dan to come in. And a neighbor says, hey, we've got this copy machine at our business that we need to get rid of. And it was like some Xerox big old thing wouldn't fit because we didn't have any place to put it do you guys want it for your church and we're like uh well i guess 
And, and so what we, but what happened was right at that time, Xerox was doing a buyback on their copy machine stuff. They wanted that one. So they donated it to us. We sold it to Xerox for $5,000. It was like the exact amount of money. And we never laid eyes on the copy machine. Like, <laughs> like they went and picked it up and, dr and dropped it off. And we got a check for $5,000. And dad goes, I guess we're copying. <laughs> it was like I don't thing. kick the copy machine now. <laughs> I, when I use it, I just, I always remember that, so... Yeah, but there were challenges, right, during oh, that man. time. And maybe we, maybe all of us can say a little bit about the challenges. Yeah. What, 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 what sticks out to you? Well, before we talk challenges, I yeah. really quickly would say I was one of those people who heard about this in those 95, 96 years I got connected to Tom when I was in college um, and heard he was coming here to do this thing. And so my buddy and I had this plan to move here and help start this church. Well, my buddy abandoned me, but I came anyway. Um, my wife was here. <laughs> she was an equal draw, but... But the things that, that Tom just shared, I experienced here. Like, like the, 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 the things that, that they were praying about, the community, the, the, the life, the full life, were, were reality for me. And, um, and so, uh, you know, that, that's why we're here. That vision was so critical. So I, I didn't have any challenge in those early years. I'm not even sure why I'm up here for this session. So oh, no. you guys yeah. go right ahead. Were you, sing were you single when you, you were single? Barely. Barely single. Engaged. Yeah. Engaged. You were actually the challenge. I no, was one of the challenges. No, I'm joking. Young, I'm totally joking. Kids. I'm totally joking. He married way up, and his <laughs> wife really changed him. You should have seen he was a mess. 100% true. It's not true. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, one of the things is that because it, among the challenges is when you're saying we want to do this differently, people don't get it. And that's fine. We weren't saying we were going to want to do church for everybody. And so people would say, well, you know, what were these 12 programs that we used to do at this other place? And we'd say we don't do those. This is what we're about. And there were people who said, um, okay, but no thanks. And that's fine. And, you know, it's hard, though, when you're trying to plant a church because you kind of need everybody. Um, but but then, then it was, okay, when it got time to get a place to meet, um, we, didn't, we couldn't figure out where to find a place. And people weren't meeting in theaters. Churches do that now more than they did. Very, very, it was just a very foreign idea. And I, I probably walked into three dozen different buildings in Hilliard just to say, do you guys have a place? I, I was kicked out. Like, I was security marched me out of a couple of places. They go, you're not allowed to be in here. This is a secure area. <laughs> okay, so we can't meet here then? Yeah. Um, and and the, the, here's, here's a cool God thing. I was, I, I pulled up outside the theater and I had been, you know, when, when you're playing churches, you get beat up by a whole lot of rejection. It's just part of the deal. Um. And I, I was praying before I went in, and I, th I said, they're, they're not going to do this. You know, this is crazy. And God just kind of stopped me and said, just go in anyway, you know. So I walked in. I found the manager. Um, I started chatting with him, asked him if he goes to church anywhere. He tells me where he goes, and it's, it was a, what's largely considered a cult. I like, oh, God. <laughs> I said, we'd, we'd like to meet here, and we'd like you to donate most of it. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'd have to check with corporate, blah, blah. And I walk away. I'm like, this is crazy. And like uh, two weeks later, the phone rings, and it's this guy. And he goes, I talked to them. He like sounded stunned. They said, okay. I'm like, they said, what? <laughs> they said, okay. And like 50 bucks a week It was $100 like a week. They wrote off the rest. You know, those places, the churches and meeting theaters now, it's like actually corporate. You should be in sales. Honestly. Man, no. Okay. No. Mar Mar Marsha walked into a bunch of places and got stuff donated. I'd go in, they'd reject me. Marsha would go in, and she'd say, I got cookies. <laughs> cookies. They'd give her, she'd bring cookies, and then they'd say yes. It oh was absolutely gosh, amazing. So true. And the other thing was, uh, you know, and I, can I just I'll, I'll sing her praises because she still does this. People, you know, I, they, they thought I was a church planter. I would be out busting my guts trying to meet people and just walk, I'd be, pull home all dejected. I'd pull in the driveway and I'd see her and she's on the porch and she has like eight la ladies on the porch sipping lemonade and they have their Bibles up. I go, what, how did you do this? She goes, I just walked around and, and Trish was one of Trish, you know, Trish was up here playing. Was one of and, and it's like, I, and she said, I just invited them to come over and see if they want to study the Bible. I go, I, you need to be planting this church. You know, but, but those were the challenges that, I mean, um, just, just because you don't have a name, you don't have a reputation, no one, so, so it's only because people, something's stirring within them mm -hmm. that you can, you know. And you're asking you know, people to come to a theater yeah. that has got popcorn. And rodents. Just 
disgusting. In the kids' areas. Who is in the, yeah, you're putting your kids on the floor <laughs> of this place. Once How did we get anybody do you, to come Do you remember here? when the popcorn thing went south oh. and th that smell? There was, oh. this, there was this pungent oh. smell for like three weeks and no one could get, yeah. and everybody's walking in. Come on, <laughs> come on in. <laughs> Meet Jesus here. And then, <gasps> and then the Phantom Menace opened. Remember the yes. Star Wars movie? And, and was, uh, hey, we're going to start the movies at 930. 9.30. What? And so you had the idea, and, and we said, well, we could fight this, but how about if we just serve them in line? And there are long lines, and we had people walking around serving them as we were waiting in line to get into the Phantom Menace and said, we're with the church. Yeah. That's kind of what crazy. 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 What was, it, what was your biggest challenge? In oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, Columbus, it, it's, a it's a transient place, right? So coming here, I came here, I was a youth pastor at my last church in music pastor, basketball. I did all kinds of stuff, and I just came here to do worship. And so to start a band from scratch when you didn't know anybody in town, and uh, we, there were a couple people here. Rich Dawkins was one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Diane, I'm sure I'm missing somebody else too. Diane mm -hmm. uh, was here. And um, then just like trying to meet people and trying to meet musicians. And uh, God, very quickly, it was surprising how quickly he brought together musicians uh, to, to come alongside and do that. So that was... And when Greg started playing the drums, mm -hmm. it was like, oh, we're at a different level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it was great. And, uh, and, you know, and one of the things you just reminded me, because we had preview services before September of 97, and the first one we did was over in the... The, the very first thing we did was in the hotel, in their little uh -huh. breakfast nook. Yep. And, um, and in that same hotel is where we wound up having our first baptism. And then we, so we would, we would baptize people and we didn't have a place to do any baptisms. So we would go, to, we went to the hotel a couple times. We went to the Hilliard pool. We did a hot tub one place. And, and some of you were around for that. And um, Marcia was telling this story where we were getting ready to go over and do the baptism. And we'd get it approved, which is, they'd probably never let you do it now. And we'd like, every, okay, we're all going over to the theater after, you know, for a baptism. And she would go over early, and there'd be, like, a little family putzing around the pool, and people sit around, and she goes, hey, everybody, just want to tell you, there's going to be, like, 100 people show up in a minute, to see some, and you can, guys could go ahead and swim <laughs> if you like. And they'd be like, no, we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> some of you guys got baptized in those pools. All right. It, All right, we're getting... I can let these guys go on forever, but, oh, but. <laughs> the clock says, so just what, you and your heart, like... That period of time, uh, and I'll share. I, I came when I, as a young man, I had a string of really difficult church experiences before I came to LCC. And, um, and so my, when, I, when I arrived here, and it was, I, I, I think we were here the first public Sunday service. Um, and just that just happened to be the week, the first week we came. Um, but um, but I, I was very beat up and broken and sort of like, hey, I'm, I'm cool with Jesus, and I'm really not cool with, with churches and Jesus people. Like, that was my story. And, and what happened for me and here at Life Community in those years was healing. Worshiping together. Um, and just, just realizing that, 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 that God is at work. And he's, he, there are people who are, who are genuinely following him and, and, and trusting his word. And, and it's not about politics. It's not about power. And it's not about the games that people play. It's about life with Christ. And that was just so critical to my just faith survival during that period of time. I learned, for me, as I learned, and it took a long time. I did not open my heart to people. Mm. And it took me a long time to learn and to be in, envi in an environment here of grace and acceptance and love to that I began to open up my heart, sometimes through hard, difficult things that, that happened. Um, but that was a change that happened over time here. But the atmosphere that we experienced here, I think, really pushed me more towards that, to be in the light, that there's freedom in the light of sharing your life with other people. And it's a hard thing to do in our culture. It's individualistic culture we live in, to share your life with other people. But transformation happens. So that's the, one of the beautiful things is the transformation that happened in people's lives here. Um, we'll see some things at the end with that. But uh, Can I just, yeah. I know you're trying to, you're, uh, he, he said, don't get going because you'll not stop. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Okay, I'm going to go start I, getting I, okay, That's why I'm here. I, I just want to say, you know, and I don't want to, I can't thank everybody. So many, I see for, so many of you have been here for so long. There's just so many of you. Um, 
that I, I just, my heart, I'm just so incredibly overwhelmed with gratitude. Um, I will tell you this quick, quick story. So we're like struggling to see if anything's going to happen and we're casting vision and stuff. And I get a little handwritten note and it's from Rich Dawkins. And I still have this note. And I open it up and it says, we're in. And um, that was one of the first times I thought, maybe this could happen. In fact, this, one of the shirts you see out there, it says, I'm in. And it was from, the, like, as we went into the next phase, it came because of Rich's phrase. And I just want to say how rich the memories are, but it's not just memories. It's my, uh, what, what you described as happening in your heart happened in all of our, our hearts. And I just want to say thank you specifically and to those of you who were part of that era because God used you in our lives and in each other's lives in ways that we will never be able to thank you enough for and to describe. So thank you for that. So a lot changed <laughs> in a short period of time around here. Um, one of the, one of the uh, indicators or the key things that in our early years um, was that uh, we would say, you know, we're not a church with, with small groups, we have cell groups, but we're a church of small groups. Like, there are, our cell life is our church. And then uh, we began to pray about, like, what most of our culture seems, <laughs> assumes to be a church, which is a place, a building. Um, and and, and uh, the Lord, I'm going to let these guys tell the story, but, but the Lord brought 4400 Cemetery Road to, uh, to, this, to this body. And so, you know, guys... Like what happened there? What's the story, Dan? And and then how did how did it affect life, community church? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. It was a crazy. I mean, for those of you who were around here at that time, that was crazy. I mean, I'll, you can and you can jump in when when you want. Okay, but but <laughs> I, the, I've blotted it out of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> September 11th downturn, kind of in the economy. Um, Sutherland's was here. Yeah. Uh, it was a hardware store and uh, was kind of struggling. There was, I think, was it was Lowe's there at that time, I believe. It was. Yeah, yeah. it was struggling. Yeah. And um, just by, by just crazy chance and, and persistence, too, <laughs> um, they, we, had a, we got a deal with them. Uh, they wrote off some of the building. I don't even know how it all happened. But in the midst of that, I should go back a little bit, because before that, we were like, we can't get in this building. There's no way. Um, and we had so many come to our church. God, I think, sometimes you think like people come in and God just moves them there for a season and this was it because this, this person came up to us and said, I'm going to donate a half a million dollars. Half a million dollars to the church at the time. And this was right when we were looking at this going, oh, yeah. oh yeah. we can't do this. And we just, what that whole journey to me was, we took the next step. Yeah. Remember that? We just yeah. like took the next step of faith. Said, okay, I don't know how even the renovation, like, how are we going to do all this? We took the next step of faith. Yeah. It was remarkable. The, the elders during that time were unbelievable. I mean, you know, they, they were saying, um, look, we don't know where this is going, but we're just going to go ahead and take the next step as if something's going to happen. And it's like, well, that's really stupid. Like, <laughs> you, you don't commit to spend all that money, you know. And then, and then, of course, the other thing was we learned a whole lot about local politics. <laughs> Well, I, we, were the, we were the lead story in the evening news twice during that time, <laughs> mm -hmm. which was really crazy. Like, the lead story, yeah. like, does Hilliard hate churches? <laughs> um, I still have it on VHS yeah, somewhere. Yeah, we do. VHS. And, and they were, I mean, we were told, we, there was a poll of seven um, uh, city council members, and it was 7-0, we're not letting you in. There were backroom deals we heard about later that they were promising the, it to somewhere else, somebody else. And, I mean, people just prayed. It just, they just, we, people prayed. We had people all over the country praying. You guys prayed. I mean, and we just were like watching this thing happen. And then the 500,000, you know, one guy said, you're never going to be able to renovate it. And then all of a sudden we say, well, you know what? We got, have been given a gift for $500,000. And the guy goes, oh. Because <laughs> he said, I just don't think a group <laughs> like you can do right? this. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, and um, I mean, we were in there. The, uh, the day that the vote came, how many, of you, how many of you were in the room? Oh, my goodness. That was just you know how sometimes you tell stories? I've told that story a thousand times, and there's times you tell stories, and it just gets bigger and bigger. And it's <laughs> Ask the people. It, you cannot over-exaggerate what that moment was like. It was like edge-of-your-seat, spine-tingling moment as they're going down voting. 
uh, for whether they're going to approve us to go in this thing. And the final vote was five to two, and we got in this, this building. And then we look at each other and go, oh, crap. What, <laughs> what are we going to do now? Uh, but it was, it was, I mean, talk about galvanizing time. And there were people all over the, I mean, other pastors and other churches and people were gathered. It was so cool to see, see God work to, to allow us to have this spot because it was, it was just, yeah. it was never going to happen. Yeah, I do intro to LCC around here from time to time. I try to tell that story. I'm like, these people have no idea <laughs> of what the legacy and the history that was built on people, many of you here. Uh, it's just amazing how God worked. Now, and we could sit and talk about that all day because yeah. that's like a five-hour story, but we can't. <laughs> but after we moved in here, which was really special, that we had moments like writing we wrote names on the walls of people that we were praying for. We prayed in a circle around this place. We came in here and then... How many, there were hardly any seats filled because we were so small at that time. Yeah. And we just, it was, we just, it was just amazing, amazing time. But we moved on from there. And so we're into the second era now, 2007, 2015. We're in the building. And so some of the concerns moving to the building were, we're going to turn inside and just, we need to keep pushing out. So we did a lot of that during that second era. And I think about a verse uh, Colossians 2, 6, and 7, I think Tom's going to put it up. It says, so then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. I think that verse kind of defines what the second era of our church was about. A lot of stuff happened during that second era. We had, we had smartphones come in during that time, which I hate those things. <laughs> Doggone it. But they came in. We had you know, we had the downturn turn in our economy in 2009, wasn't it? Um, and yet God still provided. He was faithful through that time. We had staff come and join. Uh, JR was at the kind of in, almost at the end of those eras. But um, Rick and Sheila. And, and that was gold. I mean, when Rick and Sheila got here, it was, I mean, that, that was so good because, you know, he came, they, they came in and he, he became our cell pastor. And the emphasis on saying, because we said, okay, Everybody, now we're, we got this building, and now we're going to let it sit empty, <laughs> and that on purpose. Like, mm -hmm. And everybody's like, what? Yeah, no, that's, we're not going to change who we are. We are about authenticity. We're about genuine heart stuff. And when Rick got here, he, ended, he had took us to the next level of helping make sure that that, became, that stayed at the center mm -hmm. of what we did. It, was, it really, really was key time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So uh, other challenges that we faced during that period of time, things that came up that, uh, you know, you guys... Babies, man, everywhere. Right? <laughs> there were babies everywhere. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Somebody was saying, uh, uh, who was it was telling me that we did a thing, a marriage series, and we did a little gift bag um, for, for married couples to take with them. <laughs> oh, I remember And that. we had, like, a flood of... And it was, like, have a romantic evening. And, like, nine <laughs> months later, we had this flood of babies... <laughs> Are you taking credit for all those babies? Is that what I hear you saying? Uh, Ann Morgan all your babies Ann owe their lives to this man. I think, right think Ann Morgan Kruger took the lead and told everybody else, hey, let's get busy. <laughs> oh, but the, another challenge is, yeah, just we trying, we, I mean, I think in the early days, we had almost 100% of people in small groups, mm -hmm. right? When you move into a building, all of a sudden, it, it changes, and we've really fought hard. And to this day, we've got to fight yeah. about that because people come and, and we live in, a, in an individualistic culture where everybody's doing their own things. They don't want to share life with other people. And, and it's almost like uh, a discipleship thing we have to go through to, to reinforce the value again and again of what the Bible calls us to do in Ephesians, Colossians, and, and more, Acts, of, of sharing our lives with each other, of living life together. And that's part of our transformation. So we, that was, I think, a challenge during that time. And, and we didn't maintain that 100% which is hard. Yeah. Well, and you know, during that time, um, the, that, the, the daughter church formed during that time. And part of that was even to say, look, we are not about building this place. We don't care if anybody knows our name. We don't care how big this gets. We're not going to add on to this place. We want to see multiplication happen. So we're going to multiply our subgroups. And then a, a bunch of people went out to, to multiply a church and to see what God would do with that. And even though that church didn't have a, as long-term a life as we would have hoped, it was still very transformative. And it helped us to say, 
This is not about what we're doing here. It's about what's going on out there. And we, that commitment was there from the beginning. So this is, I mean, outreach oriented is one of the core values and still is very, very strongly held. And, um, and we said that it, 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 the proof is in the pudding in that, right? Like if we're gonna, if we're gonna really say that, are we gonna put our resources and send our brightest and best people to do that? So we, so, so we want people to move out from this place and take what we've been able to have but take it somewhere else and expand the, the outpost. Yeah, and to just sort of wrap up this segment with our, our like what was going on in our lives and what um, we, um, that, that, that mission of sending was true even for me and Christy. Like during that, th those years, we actually like left life community, yeah. but on mission, like it wasn't, you know, See you later. It was like we're, we're headed to because we feel like God's calling us to some student ministry in, in the, another area of the city, and, and we did that for a while. But but I um, and 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 it, and it didn't last. Like it it, it lasted a few years, um, and and at the end of that, when we were reckoning with like where's home going to be, like like our church home and and different things, uh, we we honestly like we kind of looked at some other places. We 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 looked at some other communities and and and. <laughs> We just kept had this tug back here because if I'm being fully transparent, we were just in a in a fellowship desert during that mm -hmm. period of our lives. Um, we had church and we had friends, but but we we didn't have some of the the connection to to the spirit through our church community that we longed for that we knew was right, and so we wound up coming back um, and um, and and you know we came back at a point in time in our life where where really tough stuff was going to hit us. Mm. Tough stuff at, at, at home, tough stuff in our jobs. My, my dad died during this period of time younger than he ought to have. And like this, I don't, you know, I don't know that we sort of like keep it together without the community of Life Community Church. Um, and, and that period of time was just instrumental in our lives and, and for what became what we'll talk about later in that third era and, and God preparing for for even more here for, for me and my family. Well, and you know, it's a really good point because in that time, there were two things simultaneously going on. We were saying we are going to stay internally who we are. We, we developed discipleship stuff and things to, for, for personal growth and, and just to keep the heart of it. And at the same time, we said, okay, we need to mobilize in ways. So, so some of you guys were around when we started doing go days um, and we would gather here and I remember Shayla Hughes put together tons of stuff that we would go out to do. And, and Marsh and I still talk about this one day where we just got chilled because we gathered and we had like a dozen places we were going out on a Sunday morning to go out into the community and serve and do stuff for people who had needs and things like that. And, um, and as, we, as we were going out, we sang uh, the song, God of the City, You're God of the City. Some of you might remember that song. And... and we're watching everybody like, no, don't just sing that song. They're actually like, right now, you, you know, you're the God of the city. You're Lord, and and we're, we're going out to the city to kind of spread this, the, the tangible um, acts to serve and show people who Jesus is. You know, so that was, that was like very much. And then the Honduras stuff started, you know, when like um, Scott brought the Honduras folks to us. And we're like, you know, what a great, opportunity to say, we're not just talking about this. We're going to find an outlet to do it. Um, so both of those things were going on at the same time. And it was really a vibrant moment for us to say, you can do both these things. You can, you can stay who you are, and you can still say, but we're not about making this about who we are. We're about sending it out from here. Yeah, for me, it was, I would say, the most significant thing for, well, Laura and I, we, we personally, we went through really hard, hard things during end of era one into era two just with losing children that we were hoping to have and that didn't happen um so i think i was i felt like i was a little numb during that time too um but in that seeing seeing the body of christ come around us uh walking through that time um having just great relationships uh with others and in, in small group again the small group i think has always been for us really the heart of this place. So walking in community with other people um, was was probably the most meaningful thing during that time. And that, that that's, walking community's hard. We all know it, right? There's good times, there's bad times. Some of us have been hurt in community. Some of us even here have been hurt in community. And that happens and uh, it's hard to come together, forgive, be the body of Christ together 
Um, but that's that's what God has called us to. And you know, and I'm sorry, I don't yeah, want to yeah. step on you, but what you just said is really true. Like, because because you can make it sound all pie in the sky, like, oh, you know, we're about being authentic. Let's all sing Kumbaya. It's all going to be. But you know what? We're flawed people, and that means we wound each other. And I've wounded people, you know, and people have wounded me. And part of that is to say, okay, if we're going to do this well, we have to learn what how we forgive well. And there are, oppor- there are opportunities to forgive, you know, and, and to show grace. And that's, that's where the test really comes. Like, it's, not, it's one thing to say, Kim, hey, do you want to get together and watch the game? It's another thing to say, what happens when I really disappoint you or I really don't come through for you? Are, is that going to show up then? That's you know, the gospel. It's, it's it is, yeah. And so, and so we used to say, well, come to cell group where at least we'll move you. Like, <laughs> like, like, we'll help you. Like, when you have to move, we'll, we'll move you. But... <laughs> You know, but it's more than that. You know, it's like we'll also forgive each other. And, and it is. It's the doses of the gospel get given in those times. Okay. Sean, yeah. come on up, Sean. Sean's going to lead us in some, uh, some songs from Era 2. Oh, he's here somewhere, right, Sean? Okay, right, just making sure. I hope you get set up here. Say good morning to somebody. Go ahead. Say good morning. Okay, one more. We're just a little behind, but we, we're giving you lunch after, so. <laughs> so you don't have to beat anybody to the restaurant or anything. <laughs> um, okay, you're not around physically anymore, but you are still part of the church. You still well, thank you. You're still part of our podcast. I appreciate that. <laughs> and so do, I get, do I get a t-shirt? <laughs> or do I have to pay for those? Yeah. Do I have to pay for it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just checking. I don't get any freebies. I have to pay for mine. I, okay. Um, so, um, you know, the last, uh, the, this last era, um, uh, roughly 2006 to present, um, we, 2016, not six, yeah, 2016, um, it, it's funny, we were putting notes together for what we want to share today, we kind of had like two key words for each of the eras, and this one was transition and, and no one filled anything in, right? <laughs> it's felt like a constant era of transition, uh, maybe oh, disruption, good. right? Disruption, um, and and it, it it's it started here. There's no way around it. Um, when uh, it was what 2016, yeah. that you made uh, 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 answered a call to to a new post, right? And yeah. we're not you're not going to take the whole time on what you're doing because we're going to talk about ourselves. Yeah, here. no, but, yeah, but, no, that's right. but what? <laughs> I'm irrelevant. Let everybody know. <laughs> give, give everybody a, a minute to just sort of fill in like what what's God done with you since? Oh, okay. Since then. Uh, yeah. So I mean. You know, the whole call to say it's time for you to start investing in the next generation of leaders kind of caught us by surprise. Um, and we used, you know, 2016 was our transition time, and we finished at the end of 2016. And I got into the role of, it's, it's actually transitioned itself, some. But, you know, investing in church planters, uh, a lot of training and a lot of coaching. Um, and then also uh, spiritual formation and soul care and health for pastors, because you are probably very aware of what goes on with, the needs of pastors, and um, and so I, I get to oversee a team that works on that and puts together uh, conferences and and training and um, helping people get connected with help, um, and just being able to invest in in a new generation of leaders for the gospel is just incredible, and I'm very very grateful for that. Um, so I spend my I do some traveling, I do some writing, and I do a lot of training and stuff remotely. And uh, do it from the West Coast, and but also come back toward other places quite often, you know. Yeah, so I get to do that. So you but get to continue the core values of LCC. And, and you know what's funny about that is that it, here, here's what fun, I, this is really funny because po- in, pa- in the pandemic era, we've had church planters and other people go. You know, I was thinking, you know, we can't meet all together. What about this new concept of like? Making a church around groups where people kind of have, and I go, I go, huh? You might be honest up there, and it's kind of fun to be able to say, you know what? I think I can might help with that, and speaking of that, and seeing another generation come up that's kind of echoing some of the same uh, values. Um, but I'm, you didn't ask me to do this. So I'm just going to say it. All right, I'm just going to say it. For 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 us to be able to feel like we are leaving our home here. And go away. I want to say to you guys, I want to say in front of you, how incredibly grateful I am that you guys said yes to the call on your lives 
to do what you're doing now. Dan, for you to step into the role you've stepped into and say, I, I've, okay, I've been, I've been invited to do this and I wasn't asking for it, but I'm going to obey Jesus. I am so grateful for that, for, obviously because I love you like a brother, but also because I know, I've seen what you've done. I've seen what you've done. And we get to watch it and I'm, it's like, it hasn't missed a beat in terms of what the heart of this place is, what it's about, and I'm so incredibly grateful to, to have you do that. Thank you, thank you. And I'll get you a shirt now, okay? <laughs> okay, all right, that's what I was, that's what I was going for. I'll get you a shirt now, I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, it was built on the foundation. You, get, you laid the foundation, you led us, you know? And uh, it is it is interesting, and maybe this is, I can just transition a little bit. Do here, it. But, um, stepping into a different role, okay, after you've been a worship leader a long time, and all of a sudden, boom, you're lead pastor, all right? And that is, that is a crazy thing. And... Um, part of what made it easier, part of it, was a couple things. Um, one, uh, we saw God move quickly at the beginning to form this team together. Because I, I'm not going to try and be him. He's Tom Bernardo, man. He's Tom Bernardo. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm Dan Burmeister. So, I, so trying to be comfortable in my own skin. This is for all of us, honestly. You know, don't be who God made you to be who God wired you up to be, and live in that. Live as fully as you can in that. Uh, that is something that I've learned. It's not taken a day or a month or a year. It's taken years. I'm still learning. Um, but to see God come through, that was one thing. The other thing is um, the last uh, couple of years to, um, to have the staff that I've had around me. Um, I mean, we've had <laughs> – things have changed a lot. We've, we've, I mean, Tom, Lee, Brett, Monica, Rebecca – most recently, Sonia, Josh, Armando, we've got part-time. Gabby, awesome. TJ, and Bruce were here for a season. Um, it's been interesting to see that happen because uh, my personality is, we, I think we've become even more decentralized and just letting other, empowering other people to do things. And you did it. You set the example. But I think that's more my personality, too. So I leaned into it more. And I'm just I'm thankful to have those people around me and just to let them be who God, who God made them to be. Um, the last couple, I would say the beginning year, well, Laura could probably speak more of this, probably three years, maybe even today, who knows. Um, just so hard, I cannot tell you guys. Uh, emotionally, um, I, it, people ask me, did I, did I miss worship? I stopped worship. I didn't miss it, it was weird, because I was focused on other things. But uh, just dealing with the transition and the change. And my rock is Jesus Christ, right? He's the foundation. But my wife, mm. Laura, was such a rock for me. <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> Sorry. Second. The unconditional love and the way she continued to move towards me during this season when some ugly stuff came out of me. She is, is a picture of Christ to me. So, uh, yep. well, um, thank you. Can, can, I, can, I, can I interject, since I'm like the outsider in this year, right? Sure. Um, so, so among the transitions you guys have had, you've, you've decentralized, you know, that's a, obviously a big one. You had a big part of that. Tell, say more about how that came about and how, what, what that's been like. It's so cool to watch. Um, <clears throat> well, <laughs> part of it is what Dan just shared. Um, you were instrumental in my life um, as, as a teacher. You were instrumental in so many people around here in our lives. Um, and let's just be frank. I was an elder when you, <laughs> well, on the elder team, when you said that you, uh, you were going to be leaving us. And we really wrestled with, like, how do you replace the founder? How do you replace the person who, like, this was for... It's, it's the good um, of your vision. It's, it's the, the, the Lord's work that he had done in you and leading you to Hilliard in, in the mid-90s. Um, but it's also, uh, it's also tough, right? Like, you were the voice of our church. You were. I know. I know he's going to do that, but, but that was the case. Um, and and we, had, we just, as, as an elder team, had to ask some, some difficult questions about 
about do we actually embark on trying to replace Tom Bernardo, okay? Not, not don't, please don't hear that as he's irreplaceable. He would, he'll give you a dissertation on why he thinks he is, right? <laughs> but but do, we, do we embark on that, or is that, is that what God has for us? And, um, and the elder team, through a lot of prayer, really said, like, we believe that, we believe that God speaks through his body, um, and it's not an, any indictment on any other church or, or what this church was in those first 20 or so years. Um, it's just that we believe God speaks through, through many voices, that the Spirit of God is in every believer. And, and so we just sort of said, um, we're going we're gonna, <laughs> to, for the next couple of years, January 1, 2017, um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to ask people to, to bring their voice to this as we sort of uh, determine what God has for us next. And... Um, and, and we started asking folks in our body to participate in teaching teams. So the person who stands up here on Sunday isn't preparing in isolation. They're preparing in community. We believe in community, and, and we believe the word comes out best out of community. And so we, we do that on a regular basis. And, um, I, you know, I, I don't know. We don't, we don't know what necessarily all the factors are that God's using, but we just have sensed that God's asked us to continue doing that for now coming up on, what, seven years. You know what's cool about that is because I get to be around other churches now. You guys, like, you have done it, and I've seen a ton of other churches do that now. And it's like, you guys were genius. Like, you, you, like, you set a tone for that. I'm, I'm serious. You might have thought it kind of came out of necessity, but it, there's so much health in it because it doesn't just put pressure or spotlight on one person, and it's, it's so good. Um, so, But that reminds me of... of because we're thinking, I'm thinking about what we've observed, and I want to, I got to ask you about this since I'm just here, <laughs> okay, like, you guys have done a couple things in this era that never would have dawned on me, and I've watched, and we've watched them, and we were like, oh, that is so cool, okay, one of it's behind us is the, actually, two of it, them may be right now, well, okay, so, <laughs> so you got, so you got the pantry coming in and doing that, and then going multicultural and bilingual, which I'll interrupt. I say because right now uh, there's, it's probably Armando is back there translating translate, every word yeah. in Spanish. And we have watched that, and it gives. I mean, seriously, we we just go. That is so great to watch this happen. How t- talk about how that came about? I'll, I'll do the food pantry. Okay. Uh, food the food pantry, the food pantry was basically being evicted by the city, <laughs> from their space, and we'd been praying about the back warehouse space. Quite frankly, just as an elder team and. We had people that were involved in the food pantry. Uh, Rick uh, Tani was instrumental too, just relationships that he built. Yep. Um, and we knew that they needed room and we had room. It's, I wish I could say it was grander than that, but they, we just offered, right? We just offered um, and then kicked it around for, I don't know, a year until they moved in. Um, but it's been a partnership with, uh, with the food pantry that we, we served there. They, you know, uh, they partner with us on things, and um, we just felt like it was, how, how, does, how does Life Community Church impact our Jerusalem, our, our city around us, and, and it, was, it seemed obvious to us, like it was a no-brainer. There's something so exciting about um, listening to God's Spirit and embracing the opportunities that come before you. A lot of times we will get fixed into a mindset of, okay, this is how things got to be. But when Armando walked into our, our uh, service here several years ago and came in really just a broken, and uh, his family was in Cuba and had been through a lot of stuff, uh, we began to meet uh, fairly regularly and, and I love the guy. <laughs> He's an amazing follower of Jesus. Um, and we met together and just started the dream together and just, I was just listening to God's spirit in this. Um, Tom, you and I talked about this a long time. We talked about the multicultural thing because I'd come back from worship conferences sometimes mm. and I'd be like, man, we need to do this. We always wanted it to happen here, but it, we couldn't make it happen, right? God had to start that, and, and he did that. And he gave, when Armando and I met, we, we talked, we prayed together, we talked about this vision of what it would look like to not just be um, two separate entities, but to be one church like we see Ephesians 2, when Jews and Gentiles can be like, what would it be like? It, it would require a lot of change. It would require a lot of, of humility, a lot of transformation in us 
to be one together, right? And that's what we've seen. And it's just because I, I feel like God's spirit moved and we just listened to it and we took, going back to the beginning, we took the next step. And I don't know where it's going to go, but I love these people that have come into our body. Mateo, his family, so many others. You guys have just been a gift. Brothers and sisters, you are a gift to this body. And you are helping build this body. We are so thankful to be one with you. And, and uh, you know, just there's no way to talk about the last five years without some of the challenges and, and the things. But, but um, it, it's been comforting to know that, like, like, God saw viruses coming, and God's seen political division coming, and God's seen all of these things. Um, and, and, and the church has been through them before in, in Acts chapter 8. Just real quickly, like, in Acts chapter 8, God used persecution in the church to take the gospel out to other areas. God, you know, we, there's, a, there's a term that gets used a lot uh, that's, that's, for the last few years, the great sort, right? Like, you may read some things about that, that people are sorting themselves into different bins. And it's, it's impacted the church. And, and, but we believe that God has used this time to prepare something and, and holding on to what Paul wrote in Philippians, that we're sure, we are sure that he who's begun a good work is going to complete it, right? And that's just sort of, it's where we are. Um, and, and um, you know, we don't know. We know the step in front of us, but we don't know what's on the other side of that. And um, we just want to be faithful to, to the doing what God has, has asked of us um, here and now. Um, and, and, that's, I, I, and that is still the, the values of our church. Um, and, and so, you know, we, we, we believe in it. Um, and so looking back through 25 years, right, like things have changed. But, but life, community, church, uh, we, we still believe God's called us to, to this mission and vision. And, and that's why we're here. Yeah, and regardless, regardless of what happens in our world, right, who is the foundation of the church? What is it built on? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, right? He is he's our Lord. He's our focus. He's where we set our hearts. And I think that's the future of the church ahead is will, that, will our discipleship be in Jesus Christ? Will it come from the word of God or not? I think it comes a lot down to it. Yeah. We got one more medley. We got one more medley. There are three medleys. They're coming up. They're coming? Yep. Okay, well, we're going to come. We're going to leave them. Okay. Thank you all. Thank you, Tom. Oh, yeah. Give Tom a hand. And Tom. Thank you so much. And we're almost done. We're getting close.